Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. And I have an amazing lady on today. Y'all are going to love this woman. Stay with me and I'm going to introduce you to Darla Hall. Hang tight. And we're back. Hey, I have an amazing lady on the show today. I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Her name is Darla Hall, and she's done some pretty amazing things for um, children. And and I'm, I'm going to let her talk about that. But let me go ahead and bring Darla on the show. Darla, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. It's great to see you. We already have some rock stars joining us. Share this out if you would. Weldon, thank you for being here. So Darla, I created this show about two and a half years ago. I have interviewed some unbelievable entrepreneurs and celebrities and, 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 you know, everybody comes on and just shares their experience, strength, and hope, and and you know helps people get unstuck. So let's start with where you were born and raised. Hi, Ken. Hi, everyone. Um, I was born in a small town, so I'm a small town girl. I grew up in a town called Cloverdale, Greencastle, Indiana. Went to South Putnam High School, where I was a tomboy up until the age of about 16. And then I started getting interested in the boys. So then I started cheering. So I always wanted to be the flyer though. I, I didn't want to be the base that, you know, I wanted to be the athletic one that flew up high into the rafters. So I started <laughs> cheering, but early in my days, I loved to play, you know, dodgeball, kickball. Um, I like to get out there and, and be one of the you know, rough and tough girls that got out there and kicked the volleyball or, you know, or spiked the volleyball or, you know, hit the yeah. softball over their heads. I had the nickname Mighty Mo when I was growing up. So yeah. um, all the girls, I was the smallest one. So I only, I was tiny when I was little and I'm still tiny. I, I stand right now at 411 and three quarters. So. Um, oh my goodness. Mighty. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I had somebody yesterday telling me that this box that she ordered was, She's like, it's taller than me. And I go, well, how tall are you? She said, five, four. I said, everything's taller than you. <laughs> well, think about me. I'm even shorter I than know. Pretty much everyone is taller than me. So when I was little, I wanted to be so athletic. And I, I wanted to get out there and play sports and, and do all the things that the big kids did. And so anyway, so I just had to work extra hard. And that's how I got my work ethic. I think it's helped me in my business today is yeah. because I had to work harder than everybody else. I had to get out there and practice softball and get out there and, and put tape in my home so that I could jump high and jump high and jump higher so that I could spike the volleyball. And so different things in sports, I think, helped me out with my work ethic from yeah. growing up. So you worked really hard. Yes. To be better. Yes. I love that. So, so. So you ended up, you went to high school and, and all that in Indiana. Uh-huh. I did. did. I went you? to high school in Indiana and then I went to Ball State University and got my degree in journalism. Wow. And then my, you know, my journey started from there. I always wanted to be a big, big business woman and make a difference in people's lives. And from day one, you know, I always had a heart to help other people. Now, I didn't really understand where my journey was going to go when I was younger because I was pretty selfish when I was younger, as most people are. But yeah. then something happened in my life that kind of changed my life around, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So, yeah. So so <laughs> so journalism and and businesswoman don't seem to go together. <laughs> no, I've always my dad was really innovative. And so wow. he made a lot of solutions. So basically it's problem solving. So what I'm really good at is coming up with the problem and a solution for that problem. So even though I graduated with journalism, 
I started out doing marketing all of my life. So I really made a lot of money for a lot of other people. And so I started out doing retail marketing and advertising. And then I worked for an ad agency for 15 years. And then I owned my own advertising agency. So that's kind of when I got the entrepreneurship bug is when yeah. I started my own advertising agency. Now, and, and what, I'm going to date you here if I ask this question. <laughs> I don't mind at all. How, how long ago was that? What year was that? So about in 2005 is when okay. I started. I graduated high school in 1989. Okay. And about 2005 is when I started my own advertising agency and I called it Hall Marketing. And as I was doing that advertising agency, I was coming up with um, solutions for small businesses, helping them with their social media and all kinds of marketing strategies, writing their business plans. By that time, I had a lot of experience in that industry. So I was able to help a lot of small businesses create their dreams and make their realities come true. But then one day, September 2011, a little boy, one of my client's sons, I worked and did all the marketing for Burdett Dental Lab. Mm -hmm. And one day, my client, I was supposed to meet with Chris Waldrop with Burdett Dental Lab, and his little boy was a huge Alabama football fan. And he got struck by a car outside of his school. It was a total accident, and it was a very sad situation, but he couldn't meet with me that day. So I went out searching. I knew he loved Alabama football, so I went searching for that perfect gift for that little boy because I knew he was going to be, he had broken both of his legs and he was going to be okay. So there was no oh, wow. major injuries, but he yeah. was going to be in hospital and he was a really sporty kid, uh, loved playing football, baseball, basketball, any kind of sport. And I had three sons. So I know how that is when a little boy is, you know, in the hospital for months at a time recovering. And so I was searching for a gift for that little boy and couldn't find what I was looking for. So I went home that night and stayed up till 3 a.m., creating the first ever Roll Tide activity book as a gift for that little boy. And from there, my journey continues. Wait, what's it called? It was called the Roll Tide activity book. And it was a gift for that little boy because he loved Alabama football. And there was nothing wow. in the marketplace like it. So I created the first ever team sports activity book as a gift for that little boy. Do you have it? A copy of it? I do have a copy of it. I don't have it right in front of me because oh. I just moved, but <laughs> but wow. it's online, so you can see it if you go to inthesportzone.com. Um, there's a few left that you you know you can see, and it, Amazon, and you can see um, what that looks like. But basically, I'll describe it. It was a 48 page. It had their mascot. It had all kinds of mazes, um, games, coloring. Uh, team facts, mascot facts. And so this little boy could take this 48-page book and he could do all of this educational stuff that was in it, but he could also learn about the team and the songs and the facts and all of that stuff. So from there, I'll go ahead and tell you about my journey because this is where it gets good. All right, so from there, I had one team, University of Alabama, licensed. Okay. I went from there and I knew I couldn't do Alabama without Auburn because they're competing schools and that would never be good. <laughs> right. So I created Alabama War Eagle activity book as a gift for, you know, Auburn fans. And so someone told me, you got to get that license. You want to go into business and really do something special with that. And I was thinking, you know what? I can do a lot of good with children in hospitals with this product because a lot of kids in the hospitals need things to do when they're going through cancer treatments. They need a distraction. Uh, and I got to tell you, my wife is on here watching and um, her brother was diagnosed with leukemia at six years old and wow. has been and, and went through going in and out of hospitals. He's 46 or something like that now, but he's been in and out of hospital. And so she's told me stories about all these kids and, and, you know, so this is a phenomenal story. Keep going. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you so much. I, yeah. And I'm so glad to hear a success story because, and I know that she probably understands um, how many times he had to go in for treatments and chemo. And when you're yeah. in the hospital, so I, I took these books. And so I took the first two teams and it was, I didn't know anything about publishing. I didn't know anything about the license industry. Nothing. All of my wow. experience was marketing, journalism, business plan, writing, logo development, all of that kind of stuff. I knew nothing about what I was getting ready to get into. So I wow. went to the University of 
of Alabama and I said, hey, I have a new product. I'd like to show it to you. So I showed it to them. They loved it. They said, there's nothing out there like it. The kids are going to love this. And we love it because it also teaches kids about our university. And so because I had statues in there and I had all kinds of fun things in there that taught the kids about the universities as well as the teams and the mascots and all that. So they loved it. So if Alabama loved it, I knew that I was on to something big. So then Auburn loved it. And I just had an amazing relationship with those two schools. And that's really what catapulted me into doing a lot more. So over the next eight years, it was mm -hmm. trial and error for me. I literally was starting something from scratch. It was from my heart. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to do a lot of good with kids in hospitals. So I developed an app so that the kids could have a free way of going and supporting their team on this app. And so I, over the next eight years, I grew my company to over 200 sports teams. I had all NFL teams, all MLB teams, all NBA teams, um, 38 college teams. By the time that I you know, got to a point where I'll tell you about in a minute where I pivoted. So, and over, so over eight years, Coach Saban used my books yep. to take to the children in hospitals. When they would go to the national championship, you would see Coach Saban in his videos taking around to the hospital and to the kids in the hospital. He would have my Roll Tide activity books. And wow. then Coach Malzahn took them and used them for um, – they helped an inner city school in Chicago. And so Christy Malzahn and I worked together, Terry Saban and I worked together to really help kids in the community. So – over the next few years, I concentrated on helping uh, Alabama children in hospitals. So I grew really, really close with lots of kids in the hospital. And not only did I take books to the children's hospital and donate them, I went in, I found ways to go to meet the parents so that then I could build a relationship with the kids. And so outside of the hospital, then I could have that relationship with the kids where I got to know their heart and soul. I got to know what they liked to do, what they didn't like to do. So not my books were just really a, a catapult, I guess. It was just an introduction for me to the kids. Yeah. You know, they loved the books and they did them in chemo and we had karaoke parties. I remember going to clinic and there's a little girl and she didn't care about my book. So, cause she didn't care about sports, but I, so I took her some other things and we did a karaoke party in clinic and I would just go like, they wouldn't be, you call me Miss Darla or Aunt Darla. And I would just really adopt these kids into my life and really grow a genuine relationship with them and their parents and their siblings, just because I, my heart was telling me that I needed to do more. And to this day, I still want to do a whole lot more to impact kids' lives. So what I've done now is I, I've gone through a divorce. I've gone through a lot of life changes. I've moved um, from Alabama. I moved to Indiana. I've gone through a lot of changes personally. So as an entrepreneur, you have to pivot and adapt sometimes. And so over, I, I sold $1.4 million in activity books for all the sports teams. And so I felt, felt like I had a good run. I impacted thousands and thousands of kids' lives um, by donating activity books to them and building relationships with the kids. Um, and so I felt like I needed to pivot because the licensing industry, it is so, so fun to work with them. And I built so many relationships, but it's also difficult. I've seen, um, I actually had a meeting one time with a client of mine. Um, she had a clothing line that she was working on getting the NCAA licensing stuff. So we went to Ohio State and wow, what a process. That? What a process. It's and mm -hmm. it's very political. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. Like I have yeah. nothing but good things to say about the yeah. licensing industry. And I just, oh my gosh, I just love the people and they loved me. They loved the product. They loved the good that I was doing with the kids. And um awesome. it's just a lot to maintain for one person. I was doing everything myself. So I was oh, doing wow. everything, <laughs> cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> you know, I was I'm gonna, doing everything. I'm, I'm gonna share, I'm gonna share my screen. I went to Amazon and just searched your name and came up with a <laughs> lot of titles. Are these yeah, all those, yours? These are all yours. Yeah, those are just ones that are kind of up there. People are still selling them out there and about, but I, I'm not doing witty, I'm not doing any more sports license products. Okay. So I'm kind of winding down and getting out of that. So now all the witty books that you see, and that's I'll talk about my excitement right now. I'm so excited. Those witty books that you see, 
So yeah. that's where I'm going now with my line. So I have created, my heart was telling me to go create my own line of products. So I have these witty characters. So I have my own brand now and I have a company called Witty Publications. So I pivoted and went away from in the sports zone. I've kind of wound down my relationships with all the licensing and I'm trying to just kind of sell what I have in stock and then I'll be winding that down. I still want to do giveaways for the teams and there's still there's still a, a part of my company that I think that we'll be able to still do some giveaways and stuff for the teams. Like Tampa Bay Buccaneers ordered 20,000 books and they used them for giveaways in the stadium and things like that. So as teams come to me and have needs like that, I can still um, do some of that kind of stuff as well. So I'm not going to get away from sports completely, but I have my own line called Witty and Friends and it's called Witty Publications. And so I created these characters to be diverse, like Foxy's in a wheelchair, Mm. Brainy has a mask sometimes because he has childhood cancer. Coco's a blind guide dog. Witty has my personality. So he's kind of witty and just um, innovative and comes up with ideas and things like that and solutions. Nutty's the squirrel. Gritty's the eagle. And Buzzy's the bee. So I created yep. all of these characters. And in my books, so I have sports books. I have books about adoption. Yeah. So I, I wanted to create more of a storybook kind of feel as well as activities. Uh, so I have so childhood awesome. cancer. Wow. So this childhood cancer book teaches kids that it's okay to have childhood cancer and that other kids should treat them normal and treat them kind. And it just teaches well kids about childhood cancer. So if a kid has, uh, you know, if a child has another child in their class that has childhood cancer, blindness, deafness, any kind of um, illness, then it teaches well kids how to kind of adapt and what to do to get to know them. So, so uh, I, I'm, I'm so curious, like this all was started because of the little boy that got hit by the car with the broken legs. Yes. And then, and then you were exposed to other children that were in the hospital for a variety of other reasons. Yes. And it was just something that touched your heart. Yes. It changed my life because wow. it changed my life because I got to know the kids and I, I actually went all the way through wow. the journeys with the kids. So I actually saw a couple of kids go all the way through their journey and then pass away. So mm. Yeah, that, you know, how can that not change your life? So if you let that in and if you let people like that in your life. So, for instance, if you see a kid out in the restaurant in a wheelchair, you know, it's OK to say hi and just treat them normal because normal is kind of what they're craving sometimes um, because a lot of things in their life are not normal. So I wanted to create these books to teach well kids as well how to treat the kids that might have some kind of illness or everything. So anyway. That's what changed. It changed my life. And I just now I had the burning desire to do more. And right now yeah. I feel like I'm just starting. I feel like I'm starting over. I literally feel like <laughs> this company, I, ha I have had to start from scratch and to develop my own brand. But I feel like I'm starting completely over in my mission and what I'm on this earth to do. I freaking love that. And, and, you know, like, let's go back to the day that you, you decided to do the first one. And, um, and then at some point there had to be a switch that kind of flipped that made you go, I'm going all in on this. And, and this, this isn't just for this little, little boy. This is for all the kids. Yeah. What, what was that? What I mean, here you are with a journalism degree. You've you've got. I mean, and, but some you could have had the big corporate job, the cushy salary, the nice life, no entrepreneurial headaches. But yet you chose a different path. What was that 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 flipped in you? You think? It was um, well. It definitely you know the. Creating the gift for the little boy, definitely um, it started this, but in no way um, did it catapult me into like thinking this was what I was supposed to do for the rest of my life. 
when I met the kids in the hospitals like Ava and, and Gideon and Hunter and Ryan, and there's so many, there, there's probably hundreds of kids that I've built great relationships with. And when I went in to see them, they had such a light and a, and a zest for life even though they were going through, they had brain cancer or leukemia or blood disease or got burns or had um, some kind of chronic illness or something like that, even though they had all those problems and they spent so many days of their life in the hospital, they had a zest for life that I couldn't even wrap my brain around because they were going through all of these struggles, yet they had this inspiration. They had this great attitude. They loved life. They, at one point, one little boy decided to give all the toys that he got for himself at his birthday party. He decided to give them away to other kids because he wanted to help other people. And so I just saw these wow. little, saw these little people's hearts and. Wow. That's what, that's what truly like got deep within me. So then I knew that I had to do this for a purpose. I knew that my passion then had to drive my purpose. And so from then on, I just started living life. I'm not perfect. No one is. I'm imperfect. You know, I have personal things that go on in my life and all kinds of things. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. You know, I had to give up a lot. It is not easy. I had to start a brand from scratch and I'm still like trudging along every day. Like, do I get a full-time job to support my, what I want to do with, you know, with my passion for the rest of my life? Um, you know, there's lots of things that go through my mind. And um, so it's still a struggle each and every day. But now I know that this is my passion and I know that it is my purpose. So there's no giving up. Yeah. There's no letting down because these kids need something like this in their lives and they need people to love them. I, I've, I've, you know, you've gotten choked up I think two or three times so far. Um, and that's okay. I, yeah. I, I think, I think that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, because you care, I, I can mm -hmm. see it. I feel it. I sense it. And I think anybody watching or listening right now, they, they can sense that as well. This isn't about like, let's see if we can get rich off of all these, these kids going through hell right now. You're like, <laughs> oh, no. let's, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. If I got rich, I know what I would do with with part of the money. I would start my own 501c3. Uh, I already have it named. I already have plans for it. I have these giant dreams of like starting this 501c3 once this business gets going and everything. So yeah. I love that. That's so awesome. So what is, so you've, you've shifted, you've started a new brand and you're doing this new thing, but it, they look very similar. Mm -hmm. what what is the what's the difference what's i mean yeah what i guess what's the difference in each of the activity books like if you're talking about adoption versus deafness you have yeah. the same characters but the messaging in every single one is different so the deafness the adoption one is geared towards kids that are adopted so you'll see in here that it talks about their there's a story and then it talks about family things so this is what's in their memory box. And this is a you know crossword about family, love, brother, mom, dad. So this one is very much part of your family you know, life. Um, this one's very much about adoption. When you look at the deafness book, there's some things in here that um, teach kids about. I'll look at the hockey one. Um, the sled hockey one. Actually, I used real kids. These are real kids. I went out and played sled hockey with a group here. So sled hockey is a sport that's really cool. So they put kids in sleds that can't walk. Um, so they, they normally wouldn't be able to play, play sports. And so they have these sleds that the kids sit in. And so that disabled kids can play sled hockey. It's such a cool sport. So wow. I got out there with the kids and I scooted my way around and I was falling all over the ice. I was playing, <laughs> trying to be a... And I, I fell all over the place. The coach kept, you know, that stick, there's a stick. And I was like going around, around, around. The kids would laugh at me like, come on, Miss Darling, let's go. And I would fall <laughs> over. And the coach had to get that stick and come and lift me up. I mean, I've done some crazy things in my life. That's kind of one of the crazier ones. But wow. anyway, kids get on the sled. Hockey. So this one's all about sled hockey. So you can see there's hockey pucks and everything's themed based on the sport or the disability. Wow. 
That is so freaking awesome, Darla. <laughs> Thank I you. I worked that. so hard on it. Now let's just see where it goes from here. I have a lot of dreams with it. I I love it. So how are you? Um, how are you getting the message out? How are you distributing all of this? How, what's what are the and are you reaching kids in hospitals still? Are you how, how what's the ultimate goal here? We didn't yes. talk a lot about your life story, but that's all right. We'll go back to that. I, I love what you're doing here. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wasn't even going to really talk about, I was really just going to show them today because I had so many things to say about be, motivating yourself. And right. You know, well, we'll get, we'll, we'll, we're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to okay. that. So what's your, I mean, are you going to hospitals with this? Are you, what are you doing? So that. I'm reaching out to some of the organizations. So the blind blindness book, for instance, I would reach out to the local blind schools and for the deafness, I would um, reach out to the deaf schools, um, hospital, like the childhood cancer one. I've already, there's a little girl here locally and I took a bunch and gave to her um, so that she could take them to give to the kids in the hospital that um, she wants to touch. So um, yeah, I went over to her house and surprised her. It was like kind of when COVID just started. So I had to stay six feet away and I went over and I put them on her porch and then she got them and she was super excited, but I couldn't hug her. That's the hardest part about COVID is that I can't go to the hospitals right now. I wow. want to go so bad and it hurts my heart not to be able to go. Yeah. So I just either ship them or I'll let someone else take them. Um, but yeah, I'm still touching the hospitals and I'm still impacting kids in hospitals with them. But my goal, I, they're on Amazon. So anyone can order. They just go to Witty and Friends Activity and Coloring Books by Darla Hall and they can order them on Amazon. And then I'll have my website finished by the end of next week. So it'll be wittypubs.com so they can go on there and, and get them. But Wow. Mark says, um, when someone truly cares about you, they make an effort, not an excuse. This oh, is that's you. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for that. That's Mark Gassert. Hi, so, Mark. So, wow. I am just, I'm, I'm touched. I'm completely blown away. So, um, especially since I've, I've heard so many stories from my wife and, and her family and her brother's amazing. One of those people that you were talking about, like that spark, just nothing keeps him down. Nothing. Yeah, um, he, now he has that overcoming, you know, once you, once you get through some hard things in your life, you don't let those hard things stop you. They just merely become little hills. Yeah. You go through peaks and valleys in your mm -hmm. life. This whole Here's, COVID thing is to me, is just a peak in a valley and yep. you have to have a lot of heart and you have to just kind of dig in there and not give up. And it sounds like that's what he's done as well. So, yeah, Bruce, Bruce works with a group in, in uh, the Chicago area called Glassa um, with physically and visually disabled. So maybe you and Bruce could connect and, and yeah, I would love that. help each other. But, and there's a lot of people that are watching that will see this or are watching now that are friends of mine that are, that are um, connected. So, um, I think some good things, I hope some good things come to you from this interview. Thank so, you so, so much. So you, you have, um, I mean, I, you know, being an entrepreneur, you said it, it's, it's, it is not easy. Like it just, it's not like we all have these delusions of grandeur. It's like, we're okay. We're going to, we're going to, you know, go save the world. And then we realize that's a pretty big task. Right. It sure is. I mean, with yeah. no marketing dollars, it, it's, you know, literally starting from scratch and you have yeah. to find ways you have to look under rocks and you have to network and build relationships. And one of the biggest things um, that kind of has come out of this is I, I want to help people win. So I created this matters of a positive mindset workbook because let, let me see, hold that could, up. If you could just bottle your energy up and sell it, then you would make a million dollars and you would help be able to help more kids. So I was like, okay, well, how can I bottle my energy up and sell it to people? I don't even know what that looks like. <laughs> so I did a couple public speaking engagements 
And I had so much energy up there. I literally went up there and I showed people how to throw their own touchdowns. And I <laughs> got up there and I made all the audience come up and do touchdown dances. And it was just so much fun. I had so much fun doing public speaking. So I want to do more of that. But with COVID, you can't do any public speaking or anything. But right. um, so I wrote this. I just literally, this book is not perfect. You'll see typos in it. And I haven't even had it edited professionally. It is literally just two trips to Vegas and back for business. I wrote yeah. this and it's just my life story. And it says, you know, it asks people questions about their life and how, what they're passionate about. And then it gives them action steps that they can take to kind of get to where they want to go. So I want to help other people win. I don't want to just my life to be about me. I want it to be about helping other people win. So on my LinkedIn, my social media and everything, it's QV Darla because I want to help other people throw their touchdowns. And so I just really throw out a lot of free content out there. Yeah. And I just want to see people win. So as much knowledge, knowledge as I can share with people, I'm here to do so. Oh, that is so awesome. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> so, um, wow. There's so many, uh, we, we fast forwarded kind of through your life and I, I, I do want to, I, I want to talk about a couple of things. Number one, um, you know, we talked a little bit before the show started. I have, I have two daughters, one's 14 going on 40 and the other one's 10 going on 30. Yeah. And, um, and my, my 10 year old is, um, we, we call her petite. She's, she's Aww. always, she's always the smallest one in her class. She's, she's going into fifth grade and, um, but she's always like the smallest one in her class, but you know, there's something about her that she does not, she does not let that stop her in any way. Like she's just this little tiny powerhouse and, and how did that, because you're four eleven, right? Or We're 50. 11 and three quarters. Oh, <laughs> don't forget that. I need every little bit. Just round I up. Say I'm five foot. Just round up. I'll just call it five foot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's that's pretty tiny, <laughs> right? Dynamite comes in small packages. I know. Remember? I know. So, so how? I mean, did that cause for you? I mean, growing up and, and even as an adult, did it cause any insecurities? Did you run into any like, you know, issues where you're like, Oh God, my height's gonna like, can you get on all the rides at Disney? <laughs> I can now. Yay! I can. I reached a point in high school where I could get on all the rides at Disney. It was an amazing thing. It was a great day when I got to go to Disney World or Kings Island and I got to get on the beast. That was a big day in my life. Okay. I had, but you know, speaking of that, I did have a, one coach tell me one time I wanted to play basketball so bad and I could dribble around anybody. You know, I was athletic. Thank goodness. Yeah. But I, I could shoot three pointers and all that stuff. But I had a basketball coach one time say, "You're too small to play basketball. You should just do something else." Oh my so literally, God. I play. I practiced so hard in my yard that he was begging me to come play basketball by my junior year. Because oh, in volleyball, God. I was a superstar because I my dad put up tape on the wall and I jumped until I got to the tape and then he would put it up higher and put it up higher. So I had a vertical leap in high school to where wow. I could spike the volleyball in high school. And so I was all county, all state. Um, I won lots of awards in volleyball, believe it or not. <laughs> wow, that is so awesome. Not hard work. Same thing yeah. entrepreneurship. Literally, yeah. there's been days where I've cried and I've been like, I'm not, I got to throw in the towel. And then someone on Facebook will message me and say, Oh, like Gideon's grandmother messaged me one time when I was crying on my sofa, wondering how I was going to get the $21,000 that I owed to such and such. Yeah. So I was crying on this. And then she met Facebook messaged me and said, Oh my gosh, Gideon is loving your prayer activity book. And we're in the hospital for a month. And so I sat there and thought, who am I to give up on this? Right. And literally the next day I got a check from a big retailer for a hundred dollars over the amount that I owed. 
That's so awesome. It kept me going. It kept me, you know, there's just certain things in my life. There's people, there's mentors that I've surround myself with. Yeah. Um, you know, I love your show. Of course, you're so positive in the energy and then Dave Meltzer. And there's so, so many other mentors. There's women who I follow and I just try to surround myself with positive people who have like-mindedness. Um, and that way, when I have tough days, they can yeah. kind of bring me up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everybody I, I, needs it. I'm telling you, I, I think um, I think some really great things are going to happen from this interview. So so um, so you you I, I love the fact that you um, you point out that you had to work for it. You know, I, I, I had a show Sunday night. I have the show with Glenn Morshower and Scott McCain. And Glenn and I were talking about we, we this past Sunday we did the show about the Michael Jordan thing that was that just came out and um, called the Last Dance. The whole yeah. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but yeah. you know, he was cut from his basketball team and and his sophomore year, and and you know then it, like the switch flipped in him, mm -hmm. and he's like, no, I'm going to work at this. His mother actually convinced him not to give up. And he went and, I mean, now he's the greatest basketball player of all time, right? So it's amazing. But there's, there's this switch. And I think, you know, it's like the, that, that $21,000 deal that you were talking about. Like you, you get to this point where it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not giving up. There's, I've got to figure this out. And, and at 4'11 and three quarters, Let's just call it five. I, need my Round up. <laughs> I have them. You what? I have some boxing gloves. I need them. <laughs> I need them. But so, so you, you just, you power through things. You just push through it. Yeah. There's a reason that I power through things and you know, it is the kids and that's my inspiration. I have three sons of my own. They are my inspiration. They're my love of my life. Um, and then all these other kids, when I see them, I just, it makes me power through. And, you know, a lot of people, the biggest hurdle is that they think that they are not worthy of greatness. They think that they are not worthy of excellence. They think they're not worthy of running their own business or, or things like that. And I, my mess, I just want people to know that even a small town girl like me, if I can do it, you know, then every single person has their own fingerprint. There's no one alike. There's no one the same. And each person, as long as you have the heart, you have the desire and you have the grit because it takes a lot of grit to run your own business and get through all the hurdles. So, and I'm still gritting it out. I'm still getting through hurdles and every day I face another hurdle. So I'm wow. just gritting it out and I will not give up. That is so awesome. So what are some of, how many, how many in your new brand, um, how many books do you have in that series right now? There's 25 on Amazon right now, and there'll be 25 that I'll launch on my new website in a week from today. Okay. And so they can, they can get them on my website or on Amazon and, uh, you know, 25 of the witty and friends books, which range anywhere from a sports series to the cause series. And then I also have done a couple corporate ones. So Ace Hardware now, um, I've done a couple corporate ones for wow. like Ace Hardware. So Ace Hardware will have these in some of their stores. They have a build it, paint it, plan it. Um, they have a whole series that I developed from scratch for them. And I'll have to tell you the story about how I got Ace Hardware because that's pretty interesting. People could probably learn something from that. Yeah, I did Caterpillar. I oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I have done a couple corporate ones, but I want to do a lot more corporate ones. So these corporate ones are very much to their brand. So I developed these, these characters for them. And I literally found the people on LinkedIn. It talks about employment, which is really important to them. And so each of the corporate branded ones um, really speak to their brands. And the ACE one teaches them how to build it, plan it, paint it, and all that good stuff which is important to their brand. And I want to do my goal is to get these in happy meals or get them in kids meals at restaurants. That would wow. not be super cool. How did you get the ACE hardware deal? <laughs> 
Okay, here it goes. <laughs> you won't believe this. Okay, on LinkedIn, I'm a big believer in LinkedIn. I have a few followers on LinkedIn, but I, I work hard at LinkedIn. <laughs> um, so I looked and, and tried to find the highest person up. I'm not afraid to take chances. So I always go for the um, president or the CFO or the CEO. I always start at the top yeah. and work my way down. Yeah. So I find someone who's going to answer me. Yeah. So sometimes I get nothing and sometimes I'll get a message that says, oh, hey, well, I know such and such handles such and such in our company. So that's yeah. what I do. So I went to the top. I worked my way down. I sent about a hundred emails to different people at Ace Hardware. And finally I got someone to reply. And to this day, I'm forever grateful to him for um, giving me the right person. And I found the right person at Ace. I drove up to Wisconsin. I had a presentation ready to go. I had the books completed. I what? had ready to go. You I had, had them completed? Yeah, I had all the books designed so that when I went into the meeting, I don't go unprepared to meetings, I prepare. So I'm, I've done all my research. I know how many stores they have. Wow. I know that they're lo they're owned by individual store owners. So I knew that I had to pitch this in, in a mindset that would make a difference for the owners of each of the stores. Right. So I knew all this research going into my meeting with them. So I over-prepared for my meeting for them. And I had all these books completed and ready to show them. So they had finished product in their hand when I went, I mean business. So I have all these finished products. And so they really liked them. They said, there's nothing out there like it. I think it could help our brand, especially nowadays in the homeschooling thing. And Ace is such an um, important place to be open for people um, during this COVID time. And then to have this as a homeschooling product that parents can get and teach their kids um, all the trades and building and things like that to where they can make a living one day or maybe help their spouse make, build a project or things like that. So that's how I got it. I went to meeting and then trust me, it was a two year deal. It was yeah. it took me two years to, from the time I met with them, it took me two years to get all the EDI set up, all of the, you know, approvals that I needed to get. It took me a two year process, but now they're in the ACE hardware warehouse. So now the ACE owners can order them from their RSCs and they can ship them to their stores. That is so awesome. So, so <laughs> So, um, are, are you, are, like you said, you said I design these characters, like you're a designer too? No, like I, I have people. Oh. <laughs> I'm the brain okay. the operation. So I, I lay out all the puzzles and the games and I have the brains and the idea and I created, like I created the idea of, okay, I need to build, I need to create all these characters and they need to be animals and they need to look like Ace Hardware with the vest. And so I am the brains behind the operation. The creative, the innovator, and yeah. then and the businesswoman. Don't discount that for a second. I know how to negotiate. <laughs> right. With, with so a, I, with so a then I hired. <laughs> what? With, with a degree in, uh, in journalism. journalism. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I know. Who knew? I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was in college. Who does? You were going to uh, be the weather lady. <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I wanted to be the weather lady. I don't know. Life life just decides for you, basically. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, so I have designers in different places that design these for me. And then I have a printer and I have a warehouse and I've wow. found all of these different places. And then I negotiate. So my print costs, you better believe I'm going to negotiate that. Because, right. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's so awesome. So, um, so you're doing corporate, you're doing, I mean, you're doing, it sounds like you could do, do this. I mean, is it feasible for a small business to have something like this? Because small businesses have a, um, for branding purposes, especially they go out and they, they have giveaways and stuff like that, that they do. Yeah, I can do it. I can basically do it for any company who wants it created. I have it's right now I have a template base. Um, so I've created them for what, 11 years now. Wow. So I can do it very efficiently. I just did a project for, let's see, I've done Crawford the cat. So that's a, another corporate brand. Um, then I've, I, so they basically have their own brand of characters. And so I did these for Crawford the cat. And then I, um, What's, I what, what kind of business is that? 
it's a it's their own brand. So a friend of mine has his own brand called Crawford the Cat that targets oh. kindergarten and younger kids. Oh, so they have okay. their own brand of YouTube shows. Okay. And digital shows. And they came to me and asked me if I would do an activity book for them. So I can do activity books for anyone and everyone. And I've got it so efficient. I've got all the material. And I if I don't have it, I know how to find it. it. Yeah. it. Yeah. So I can pretty much create them for anybody. That is so freaking cool wow so so if you if if somebody you know i being an entrepreneur it's it's one of the most rewarding things but it's also one of the most challenging things when you know I, i i've told this story before where i you know I had a bunch of employees and one day a guy, one of my employees interrupts me in the middle of a meeting. He says, Hey, uh, boss, there's a guy looking in the windows of your SUV. And I go, well, tell him to get the hell out of here. And he's like, well, I would, but he has it blocked with his tow truck. (laughs) And I'm like, no, he was there to take my car and from the bank, apparently they like to get paid. And so, um, yeah, it was humiliating, humiliating. And, and so, uh, you know, I, I, I say that's one of the worst days of my life. But, you know, when, when you're an entrepreneur and everybody else is getting paid except for you, it makes it really, really tough. And not just entrepreneurs. There are people, you know, there's people because of COVID that have completely, they've lost their jobs. They've, they, they, they aren't going back to that job ever. Um, I have friends that have, they, they, they had to shift gears. And so what do you think, what's the number one thing in your opinion that stops people from achieving real joy and happiness and, and success in life? I think the number one thing is the belief in themselves. They can't get over the fact that, Um, You have to believe in yourself in order to make things happen. So, and you have to be able to adapt. So in life, you're always going to have curveballs, but it's the one that steps up to the plate like a boss and that has confidence to hit the ball. Um, Those are the ones that are going to get past um, the difficult times in their lives. So, you know, like me, I had to adapt and I had to switch gears and, and do something different. Um, a lot of times we just have to adapt. So if you lose your job, the solution is to get ready for something new to adapt. Um, maybe it's time for a new journey in your life and embrace change. If you have debt, the solution is to chip away at it and not let it overwhelm you, but to tackle it a little bit at a time and keep looking toward the future and new opportunities. I always say, you need to plant as many seeds as possible because you never know which one of those seeds is going to be your best thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of open to other opportunities as well because I'm planting a lot of seeds and I'm building a lot of genuine relationships. Yeah. And so when you build genuine relationships and you really have a true heart to help others win, yeah. then, you know, those are genuine relationships. Those aren't just social media relationships where you're, throwing some content out there and you're meeting, you know, you have all these followers. My goal is not to have a million followers. My goal is to use my content to help other people's lives. So for instance, I saw on Facebook, there was a lady struggling with her life. She had, her husband just cheated on her, blah, 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 you know, horrible, sad story. And I saw that. And so the next blog at night is when I do my blogging, I'll write stories or I'll write content that I think will impact people's lives. And so when I do that, I wrote a blog the next day, hoping that she would see it, talking about how believing in yourself and how to overcome really, really hard times in your life. So my content is meant for that one or two people out there who might be struggling with a lost job or you just got dumped from a relationship. Gosh, I've gotten dumped from many relationships. (laughs) That hasn't stopped me from still going out there and trying to find that relationship that might be meaningful for me and for me and my life and my kids. Um, So you just can't give up on situations. You know, COVID's made people complacent and kind of tired. Well, I get up. I want you to rise and shine. I want you to crank the music up and get each day started with a renewed spirit of positivity. 
So I jam in the morning. So after this call, I will be turning on this Bluetooth and I will be cranking up some music and I will be dancing around this house and then I'll be <laughs> talking and I'll be, you know, doing some witty stuff and I'll be calling McDonald's and calling Burger King and calling and just kind of making stuff happen. So you just have to make it happen and believe in yourself because if you believe in the end game, if you can see, like I can see my end game, I can see my five years, I can see my 10 years and I really am starting to visualize and see my in game. So I think if you go to bed every night thinking about your in game, yeah. I think you can take those steps necessary to focus and get there. What is your end game? My end game is to help a whole lot of people. My end game is to pay off my son's college to be able to support myself and my business. I want a self-sustaining business. I want to set up a 501c3 because I want these books to then grow and help other kids in hospitals. I want to donate thousands and thousands of activity books to multiple hospitals, to wow. organizations such as the blind schools, deaf schools. Um, ultimately, that's my where I see myself in five to seven years. Wow. That's so powerful. <laughs> I love the way that you, um, you know, whoops. Thank you, Larry. I, I, <clears throat> my, my, um, my wife talked has talked about the kids that were in the hospital with her brother mm -hmm. that they got really close. And then that, that child ended up passing away from cancer or, or whatever, and how heartbreaking it is and how strong these kids are to the very end is amazing. And, you know, it, it sounds to me like you are really, really touching the lives of, of these kids going through um, that stuff. It's, it's absolutely amazing. So I like, hope so, but in my heart of hearts, like, yes, I've impacted kids lives, but there's so much more that I want to do. Like just you saying that just, Oh, just you saying that just makes me sit here and think, Oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing nearly enough, you know? So I want to do it. There's so much more that I want to do. Wow. That's powerful. Okay. So the last question I have for you, um, if somebody just had their car repossessed <laughs> and, and maybe the electrics getting ready to be shut off tomorrow and, um, life just sucks at the moment. What do you say to that person to help them? If they called you and said, I can't, I can't figure everything I'm doing isn't working and I can't figure it out. What do you say to that person in that moment to help them get over that hump and, and push through it? I would say that, you know, hard times are temporary. And even though, you know, hard times feel like we're overwhelmed by hard times right now because there are so many issues going on that our world is facing. Um, so there are just hard times. Anytime we open up social media, there is a shooting or there is some kind of a situation. So everyone's going through hard times right now. And I would just say that, you know, keep in mind that they are temporary and that if we all do our own small part, to make an impact in the world, the world will definitely become a brighter and happier place. So the next time you want to get on social media and say something negative to someone, just really resist the urge to do so because you don't know what's going on in their personal life. You only see what their social media life is. And that is a life that sometimes is misleading to people. So I always really vote for being authentic on social media. So if you are having a problem, like you don't vent your stuff on social media, you keep that, you know, and you work with your family and friends. So I would tell them to surround themselves with people that want them to win. So, you know, those people in your life who want you to win and, you know, those people in your life who are going to push you down. So in yeah. the toughest times, you need to surround yourself with positive mentors who you can watch blogs or you can watch podcasts or you can learn. Take this time to really learn about yourself and what's going to motivate you. What is your passion that's going to lead to your purpose? And also, it's never too late to change and to pivot and to adapt to something new. So if your life feels horrible and you are in the dumps, you can always 
get out of it, but you have to have that positive mindset. You have to wake up in the morning with a renewed spirit. You have to either start working out, eat healthy. You have to do the things that really give you energy in your day. Yep. So you can't just lay in bed all day and expect the world to make changes. You have to figure out internally, what am I going to do? What are the choices I'm going to make today to make my life better, to surround myself with positive people who want me to win? Find those winners and then they'll help you win. Wow. That's powerful. What, what, um, what, where should everybody follow you? Where, where can they follow you? And, and do you have links to all of your books posted on your social media? Where's the best place for them to follow you? Um, LinkedIn, they can follow me at Darla Hall. Okay. And I have a lot of free positive content on LinkedIn. You'll see sometimes I'm goofy and, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm serious. And, you know, I just have a lot of mixed messages because I think it's important to be authentic and real. One time I was doing a blog and I was sitting in a fire ant bed. And literally I, 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 I was getting eaten up when I did this blog. I was talking about being the sunshine of the life and all this positivity stuff that I... <laughs> And then I was getting eaten by a pen, like fire ants. And I get up and I run. I'm like, oh, fire ants. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the one I posted because I'm like, that's the real life. That's real life. No that's one real. The all doctored up version. They want to see the real life, right? <laughs> so oh, they can follow me on LinkedIn at Darla Hall. They can follow me on Instagram at QB Darla. QB is in quarterback because I like yeah. to help other people throw their own touchdowns. So QB Darla. And then Facebook is Darla Hall. And then I also have... My Facebook is still in the sports zone, but it's um, transitioning over to witty publications so that I can help more kids and do a lot more with it. So if somebody watching right now wanted to um, help you, um, what would be the best way to help you? Like without handing over a million dollars to you, what would be the best way somebody could help you? Um, I really just want people to start believing in themselves. I mean, if they believe in themselves and they have the confidence to themselves, um, they'll be better people. They'll make a difference in the world. They'll start impacting more people's lives. And I really just want to be. No, that's that. That's I'm not taking that answer. That's them helping themselves <laughs> and other people. How okay. can they help right. you? Okay. They can what, go to Amazon. I mean, is there an introduction that somebody can, I mean, what, what, how can they help you? Okay, Ken, I get it. Um, they can go to my website at wittypubs.com starting next week and they can order my activity books. They can donate them to teachers and schools. They can spread the word for me on social media about my witty and friends line. Okay. They can reach out to their local blind schools, deaf schools, um, hospitals and just tell people about my products. If they know anybody in the corporate world, like at McDonald's or Burger King or anyone in the corporate world um, that wants an activity book designed, I can help them with that. So there's lots of ways I think that, you know, show that, show that ACE hardware book again. And, and I'd like you to kind of talk about real fast and we're at the end of the hour, but I want you to talk about that and the caterpillar and, um, so what is in those books that's that's so helpful to like Ace Hardware, for example? Why why would they want to have that book in their stores? And is that a giveaway piece? They give it away? Yeah, they do both with it. So some stores will use it in their community and take it to schools. Um, so this basically is just an extension of the Ace Hardware brand. And so when kids, when they when they sell these in the retail store, they can put these up there and they have their own branded activity book. So instead of my brand being in their store, I've made it to where their brand can be the highlight of the children's activity book section. So I can create these branded activity books so that the corporation shines instead of my brand shining. So basically their brand shines throughout the book and it tells a little bit about Ace's history. And then it um, talks about, you know, help Sawyer find his paintbrush. He needs to paint this house and different things. Um, just getting kids in the mindset of building and painting and planning and grilling and doing all of the things that, this um, book can do. I don't have a realtor one, Karen, but I could create one. 
Absolutely. Way to think. You're always thinking there, Karen. Karen is, is, I love Karen. She's a realtor and, and she's, um, yeah, that is a great idea, Karen. Way to go, Karen. Yeah, I can create a realtor version. I can basically create an insurance version. I can create any kind of version that a corporation would need. I can create them for the corporation and I listen to what the company needs. So Caterpillar, for instance, they wanted to talk a lot about um, teaching kids that there are a lot of, uh, you know, sale technician, salesperson, tractor operator. So what do you want to be when you grow up? You could be anything that you want to be when you grow up. So why not be a Caterpillar employee? So, you know, I listen to what the companies need and then I create them for the companies for their own brand to accomplish their goals. Wow. You know, I, I got to tell you, I, I listen, <laughs> the realtor one, um, literally yes, yesterday or Sunday rather. Um, gosh, I never know what day it is. Um, <laughs> Sunday, the only kid in our neighborhood, cause it's all, you know, our neighborhoods primarily, you know, older retired people, um, but the only child in the neighborhood besides our daughter, she moved away. And wow. how cool would it have been to be able to hand my daughter and that little girl that moved away because they were like best buds, um, you know, hand them an activity books, you know, that would help them through the, 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 it's a change. It's a big yeah. change, you know? Yeah. My messaging could be, you know, what do you do? How do you make new friends? Um, yeah. you know? all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we can do that, Karen. We're going to rock yeah. with that one. Karen said, let's chat. So you let's guys need to connect on Facebook and, and, and make that happen. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. Ernest has an, I, they would be good for the IBEW to encourage kids to become electricians. So there's, see, <laughs> I love it, Ernest. Uh, let's go. I'm going to have to read all these comments and take yeah. notes and you know really right. get to work when i get off of here yeah well this has been phenomenal i love the way your heart works your heart is all about i mean inevitably it, it comes down to you want to help the kids um of the world that you know i i love how you started this i love how it's 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 turned into something even bigger and better and um, once your website is up, we can, I'm, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm, um, an Amazon influencer and Amazon gave me the ability to live stream. So on, on Amazon. And so once your website and everything is ready and everything's on Amazon, maybe I'll have you as a guest on my show on Amazon and we'll sell a bunch of your books on there. So. Um, that would be amazing. I want to see witty and friends like on coffee tables everywhere. I want to see my little characters, you know, yeah. coffee tables in the shops, you know, in kids' hands. Uh, that's I, why I, I created them and worked so hard. So hopefully we can just get the word out there. It's it, and Larry just said it. And I, I gotta tell you, I I you know, I I've done a lot of marketing because I'm I my wife and I we have a marketing firm and and web development firm. And so, um, you know, we've done so many dental marketing. We've done marketing for dent dental practices and websites and stuff. And I could see, um, I could see dentists having this for kids coming. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. My wife just said need one for dance and gymnastics because our, our daughter's a our, our daughter's a dancer and a gymnast. So um, yeah, I definitely would love to do a, like maybe a dance cheer gymnastics one. So thank you so much, Jill. Nice to meet you by the way. <laughs> yeah. And we're not far from you. We're only a few hours away in the, in the car. So look, I, I think that um, there's huge potential for this and, and obviously you've already impacted the world um, in, in so many positive ways. And, and I just think that the, see, I, Karen says, I always include gifts specifically for kids in my clients' families. That realtor one is, that's a brilliant idea, Karen. Yeah. I love that. Oh, all right. Well, look, 
I am um I, I'm so grateful that that you came on the show today. I don't how did we connect? I don't Thank even you remember. For having me. Amber felt um connected us. So Amber, that's right. She handled a little bit of my social media stuff. And um because yeah. typically I do I do all of my posting myself because I want the authentic message coming from me and I always respond to people on messages and stuff. Um, if I ever get too big, um, I will still do my own messaging. I'll still do my own, like everything. Cause I just believe in the authenticity piece of it. And yeah. I don't want anyone else like telling my message. I'd let brother come from right here. Larry said, you are a rock star. <laughs> Larry, you're funny. You are though. <laughs> you, you are, you're a rock star. I love your heart. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to go ahead and end this. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's been on here. If you shared this out, thank you so much. If you didn't share this out, shame on you. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Give it a try. <laughs> share it out for us. Please. Share it out, please. Pretty please. Thank anyway, you so much. Darla, you're awesome. Stay with me. I'm going to end the live stream, though. Thanks so much. Thank you for